Good morning, I'm Jeremy Melanson, and this is your NBA Daily Recap for Friday, February the 1st. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at recap underscore NBA, and this program is a part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Check out our free app with all the shows from across the network, available now in your app store. We have NBA content, as well as NFL, WWE, fantasy sports, and pop culture pods. That's the Pulse Podcast Network, keeping your finger on the pulse. Alright guys, quick look at some of the news from yesterday. Um, Commissioner Adam Silver announced that he was adding two All-Stars to the All-Star game, and those two guys are Dirk Nowitzki and Dwayne Wade from the uh, respective uh, Western and Eastern Conferences. Um, They're going to be added in more of like an honorary role uh, for their years of service to the game, and and both of them, well, D. Wade for sure is in his last year. Dirk hasn't made it official, but uh, it's looking kind of that way. They are, uh, they're, they're going to play in the game, and they will be in the draft. Uh, there will be a third round in, in the draft where uh, LeBron and Giannis will select their starters. The second round, they'll select their bench. And then there will be a third round where they'll select between Wade and Dirk. Uh, You've got to think uh, Wade and LeBron are probably going to play together in this one. All right, so we'll check out the games from last night. There were only five of them on. Charlotte hosted Memphis and picked up the victory, 192 Memphis was actually leading by three with about uh, three minutes left in the game when Marvin Williams connected on a pair of three-pointers to put his team up for three, and uh, that was a lead that they held on through the rest of the game. Bismack Biombo come up with a couple of clutch blocks late to help them save this one. 100-92 was the final, as I said. For Charlotte, Nick Batum had only seven points, but he had ten boards, three assists, two blocks, and two steals. Malik Monk had 20 points. Michael Kidd-Gilchrist had 10, Marvin Williams had 16, Tony Parker had 15 with 7 assists, and Kemba Walker had 23 points. From the Memphis side of the game, they were without Garrett Temple, they were without Mike Conley, they were without Jaron Jackson Jr., and they were without Kyle Anderson, and they were without Omri Caspi, who is going to be having a surgery, and he is out indefinitely. Shelvin Mack stepped up for them, he had 19 points and 9 assists. Jo- Joakim Noah, 10 points and 11 rebounds for him. Uh, nice double-double for Joakim. Justin Holiday had 15 points. Jamichael Green had 10. Ivan Rabb had 15 and 5. And Marcus Gasol had 8 points, 6 rebounds, and 5 assists. Next game we're going to look at the Boston Celtics and the New York Knicks. Um, the story of this game was a lot to not do with basketball, if that makes sense. Uh, in the pregame shoot-around earlier in the day, uh, reporters had asked Kyrie Irving... Um, if he still felt like he was going to be re-signing with the Celtics in the summer, and his response was, ask me again July 1st. So this had the NBA world up in arms all day long. Is Kyrie going to return? Should the Celtics trade him? And then this weird Anthony Davis love triangle between the Celtics and Pelicans and Lakers and whatever's going on there, which actually, uh, there was some Pelicans news uh, about that. I'll just, I'll throw it out there right now quickly. Um, there was reports yesterday that GM of the Pelicans, Del Demps, wasn't returning calls from the Lakers, and a lot of people assumed he just didn't want to deal with them. But some report, reports surfaced late last night that the Lakers have been lowballing the Pelicans, like badly, uh, with ro- offers that include Rajon Rondo and Michael Beasley. So uh, that's probably why they haven't got a call back on that one. All right, back to the Knicks and Kyrie. Uh, he heard chants all through the game from the New York fans We want Kyrie, we want Kyrie. And. Uh, as flattering as it was, he said it was actually more of a distraction. Uh, the, the the Knicks took, or sorry, the Celtics took this one fairly easily. Uh, the Knicks hung around, hung along for the first half of the game, despite being pretty short-handed. Uh, they were without the three guys they just traded for, 
and they were also missing Moutier and Nilakina. Um, yeah, Celtics pulled away late, though. 113-99 was the final. Marcus Morris had 18-5 and rebounds. Gordon Hayward had 14 points. Kyrie had 23 points, 10 rebounds, 6 assists, and a couple steals. Al Horford had 14-9. and Jalen Brown had 11 points with 4 steals. And Jason Tatum had 13 points with 5 rebounds. Damian Dotson started for the Knicks at point guard. He had 22 points, 6 rebounds, and 4 triples. Kevin Knox had 21 points with 5 rebounds and 2 assists, and his scoring's been quite solid lately. Uh, Mario Hazonia had 10 points, and nobody else in the Knicks scored in double figures. Noah Vonley had 7 points, 11 rebounds, and 7 assists, though. Next game we're going to look at was a bit of a blowout. The Oklahoma City Thunder and the Miami Heat. Rematch of the 2011-2012 NBA Finals. And the Thunder took this one to win their 7th straight, 118-102. Dennis Schroeder. Finished the game with only 20 with 28 points, but he scored 24 points in the second quarter alone. And only 4 points in the other 3 quarters. But a, a, a huge quarter for Schroeder in this one. Uh, Paul George was great as well. He finished with a career high and a Thunder franchise high. 10 3-pointers on route to 43 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, and 2 steals. Russell Westbrook had his 5th straight triple-double. 14 points, 14 assists, and 12 rebounds with a steal and a block. As I mentioned, Schroeder had 28 uh, Steven Adams had 13 with 7 rebounds, that is, and 3 steals. And Jeremy Grant had 8 points and 7 rebounds. For the Miami Heat side of the game, they got a big contribution here from Kelly Olynyk, 21 points, 7 rebounds for Kelly. Josh Richardson had uh, 18 points. Bam Adebayo had 10 points with 9 rebounds. Justice Winslow had 10 points with 5 assists. And Hassan Whiteside had 12 points and 16 rebounds. Dwayne Wade exchanged jerseys after the game with Paul George, by the way. Dwayne Wade jersey watch. Next one we're going to look at, another blowout, and this one was a bit of a predictable blowout. Uh, I think I, I went over this yesterday. I mean, the, the, the Jazz hosted the Hawks. The Jazz have been great at home, and the uh, over-under was definitely favoring them in this one. Uh, Rudy Gobert had a great game. He had uh, taken a little bit of heat from some of the other guys in the NBA. Uh, let's see, Andre Iguodala, Draymond Green, and Isaiah Thomas uh, come to mind. They were uh, giving him a little, like I said, putting a little heat on him on on Twitter because uh, he was asked by a reporter about being snubbed from the All Star game, and and Rudy Gobert got emotional and he even showed a bit of tears. So they were kind of poking at him a little bit there, but he responded in this one and he was great. He had seven, uh, sorry, he made se- all seven of his field goals in this game. Shot seven for seven from the field and totaled twenty five points on just those seven shots. He also had ten rebounds. And he also had a quote after the game um, when asked about Draymond's tweet. He said, as long as he doesn't post anything on Snapchat, we're good. Which is a jab at uh, Draymond's controversial Snapchat uh, that he posted in 2016 of his private parts. Or accidentally posted, you might want to say. Jazz took this one, 128-112. Atlanta kept it close, actually. I believe they were winning by a couple points at at halftime. But, uh, yeah, the Jazz ran away with it. Favors had 14-7 and seven for them. He also had four assists, two blocks, and a steal. Joe Ingles had 19 points, seven rebounds, and five assists. As I mentioned, Rudy Gobert had 25 and 13 boards. Ricky Rubio had 22 points and 11 assists. Kyle Korver had 14 points with six rebounds. Jake Crowder had 13 points with eight rebounds. And Donovan Mitchell had 15 points and five assists. For the Hawks' side of the game, Dwayne Dedman had 15 points with seven boards, three steals, and a block. 
Trey Young had 28 points, 9 assists, and he also connected on 5 triples, and that gave him the lead uh, for any rookie on the Atlanta Hawks in 3-pointers made, passing Salim Stoudemire, of all people. Kevin Huerta had 14 points with 7 assists. He also connected on 4 triples, and he's right on Trey Young's heels for that 3-point record uh, for a rookie for the Hawks, as I said. John Collins had 19 points, and nobody else in double figures for the Hawks in this one. Next game we'll look at was the last game of the night, the Denver Nuggets hosting the Houston Rockets. And the Houston Rockets were on the first game of a back-to-back. They play again tonight in Utah. Again, I've said earlier, I think the Cavaliers were in this situation uh, last week. And that's the toughest back-to-back in the NBA, Denver and Utah. The high altitude, is uh, it's ridiculous. And uh, Houston actually came out playing all right. They scored 43 in the first quarter and uh, looked like they were going to handle their business until the Nuggets responded with a 48-point second quarter. Um, They scored 35 in the last seven and a half minutes of the quarter. Just an unbelievable run. And they had 83 points going into halftime. The halftime score was 83-71. The Nuggets led by 20 in the third. Um, Houston got within 11, but uh, Denver pulled away in this one. They... uh, Mike D'Antoni let James Harden go in, even though the game was in hand, just to try to keep his uh, streak in hand, 30-point games. And he did. He managed to get to 30 in this one. Uh, I believe that was the 25th time in a row for Harden. Yep, 25 games in a row for Harden. He finished this one with 30. He all, On seven three-pointers, he also had nine assists, six rebounds, two steals, and a block. Chris Paul had 20 points with six assists. Kenneth Farid had 23 points and six rebounds against his former team. And Eric Gordon had 17 points. He did leave the game in this one, and uh, he he was uh, set to return, but I think they just held him out because the game was in hand. Nikola Jokic of the Nuggets had 31 points. He had 13 rebounds and 9 assists. Malik Beasley had 35 points with 5 triples. Torrey Craig had 22 points. Monty Morris had 18 points, 8 assists, and 6 rebounds. Paul Millsap had 10 points and 6 assists. And Mason Plumley had 10 points. And those were the five games that were on Friday. If you couldn't tell, I didn't have my notes for this one. Uh, I had almost completely finished them, and then my computer crashed, and I lost them. So I just tried to freestyle through this one. Hopefully it wasn't too bad. Um, now we'll have a quick look at the games that are on. I say quick, but there are 12 games on Saturday. What are you doing, NBA? Why do you have to have so many games in one night? First one, the matinee game, is the Los Angeles Clippers in Detroit. Detroit's coming off a victory uh, against the Mavericks, and they're favored by one and a half in this one. Ish Smith is questionable to return. He's been dealing with a groin problem um, off and on throughout the season. Next game is the Chicago Bulls at Charlotte. Charlotte would be on a back-to-back, having just played, and they're favored by six and a half. The Milwaukee Bucks are at Washington to play the Wizards, and the Bucks are favored by six and a half. Otto Porter is questionable for the Wizards. The Nets are at Orlando to play the Magic, and the Magic are favored by two in this one. Jonathan Simmons is questionable for them. The Indiana Pacers are at Miami, trying to snap that losing streak. Miami's favored by three in this one. Tyreek Evans and Corey Joseph are both questionable, while Doug McDermott is doubtful. The Dallas Mavericks are in Cleveland, and Dallas is favored by seven in this one. Luke is questionable as he sat out that last one against Detroit with some ankle soreness. Um, and that's, yeah, about it for this one. 
The Los Angeles Lakers are at Golden State. The rematch of Christmas Day game when uh, LeBron went down hurt. Rondo actually went down hurt in that one as well, but they're both back. Uh, but Rondo is questionable right now, and Clay is also questionable. He set out the last one with an, uh, with an illness. Uh, if you remember Christmas Day, the Lakers actually pounded the Warriors in that one pretty good. But the Warriors are favored in this one today at home by 10.5. The Pelicans are in San Antonio to play the Spurs. And the Spurs are favored by 10.5. The Pelicans are still missing like half their team. The Denver Nuggets are at Minnesota to play the Timberwolves. And the Nuggets are favored by 1.5 on that back-to-back. Uh, they may still be scorching after last night's game. Jamal Murray's questionable. And Gary Harris is also questionable for this one. Derrick Rose is questionable to make a return for Minnesota. They could use that uh, point guard depth in their team is is low. Houston is on all the back-to-back, as I mentioned earlier, in Utah to play the Jazz, one of the toughest back-to-backs in the league. And Utah is favored by 7.5 in this one. Chris Paul is considered doubtful right now because of the back-to-back. Uh, they're assuming he'll be held out for rest. The Atlanta Hawks, also on a back-to-back at Phoenix to play the Suns. And Phoenix is favored by 2.5. Uh, DeAndre Ayton is probable to return in this one after missing the last few with an ankle sprain. But uh, this probably doesn't promise to be the best game of basketball on today. And the last game of the night is the Philadelphia 76ers, still on the road, still in California, playing the Sacramento Kings tonight. Philadelphia is favored by three. Wilson Chandler is out for them still. And Amir Johnson is probable. And J.J. Redick is also out for the Philadelphia. And that'll do it for today's show, everybody. Try and get some basketball in today. There's 12 games on tonight. And uh, that'll do it for today's podcast. Shoutouts to the Pulse Podcast Network. And everybody, have a great day. Bye.